0: Check this out! Bollywood Superstars. Superstars. All set, let's Let's go. go.
1: So today people look at you as a fashion icon.
0: I don't look at it like that at all. I mean I'm I'm fashion inclined because that's a hobby for me. I think fashion for me is more than a because I'm not I'm vanity is not really my virtue and I feel it's not even my strength. Uh but fashion definitely is something that I interested I'm interested in as a it's like a hobby for me. I love I love observing it, studying it, buying it. Owning it All of the above uh, It's for me Like something that I, I am uh, Very excited about So if I'm Considered Dressed in a certain way Or fashionable Or uh, I think it's more to do with the fact that it's an extension of my hobby and I enjoy it. When I did a photo shoot for a, for a, for the L'Officiel magazine which is like a glamour magazine a cover shoot I remember telling the editor Suparna, like I was doing the first shot and I said you know for me I feel I've triumphed more today than I did when I directed Kuch Kuch Hota Hai because for me that was still an extension of what I did through school creative writing drama debates elocution. so me being a filmmaker was somewhere in the in the hemisphere of what I did already in school but me posing on the if someone told told me at 16 or 18 that you will be on the cover of a fashion magazine uh, and uh, and you know you would be posing in these like designer garments I would think that they've got like some kind of disorder to say something like this so I at that moment I looked at her and I said you know I feel like today I triumphed today I feel like I, I, I can like like say that I've like I've overcome an obstacle it was a bigger moment for me to pose for that photo shoot in the middle of New York in a in a Louis Vuitton jacket uh, then it was to direct my first film uh, it, in a sense it's bizarre as strange as it may sound but it's the truth
1: right and and before the film and all of that you did study French
0: I did my diploma uh, it's, uh, I, I did about five years of French at the Alliance Francais of Bombay uh, and I did my diplôme superior which is like the highest honor there is to get there
1: right and and, and then you were to go to Paris but but you didn't
0: I was meant to go there to do a two year course last minute I pulled the plugs out because I decided to AD on Dilwale But
1: but from French fashion to Dilwale Dulhania le jaenge. How did that paradigm shift come about?
0: I was all set to do different things. I was never inclined to being in the movies. Uh, I wanted to do something in fashion or eventually, and because my father had an export firm, uh, Yashwan Exports. Uh, so I thought I would study fashion and get into the business end of things. I, I like take over Yashwan Exports and Dharma Productions was there, but I said that is not my core interest right now. I was running away from my own passion for the movies because I just felt that I wasn't cut out to be in the big bad world of Indian cinema. Uh, my father... Had kind of drilled into my head, it's tough, it's not easy, it's uh, risky, it's not as lucrative as you think, and um, so don't get into it. Do something that's safer, you have a talent, and do that. And you know, I was like, he was very supportive of anything but the movies. My mother was always paranoid because we had lost a lot of money in the movies, made a series of unsuccessful films. My father didn't have the best experiences with, with some people that he worked with, um, and I had grown up seeing that. Uh, so I had grown up seeing his angst, my mother's fear, and I didn't want to contribute to any of that anymore. So I was blocking my passion, which was there inherently in loads within me. But I completely blocked it and try to kind of camouflage that with a certain sense of uh, of business, which I didn't have an acumen that doesn't exist within me. Uh, so all of that actually led me to wanting to do these various other things.
1: And And then what happened to kind of make you decide this is what you want to do?
0: Eventually, the life-altering decision came uh, when Aditya Chopra, who is my oldest and best friend, said that, why are you running away from what you really are? He said, you're melodramatic, you're funny, you have an interval in you most of the time, uh, you should make movies, why are you running away from this core interest of yours? So that's when I decided to ask like my father for literally one year of his life, uh, of my life. And I said, look, give me this one year, let me do this. 99%, I'll fail or I'll fall flat on my face. But I don't want to ever look back that I didn't give this a chance. Because, but he said, look, do it. But I had already paid up money to go to Paris, uh, paid for my two-year course, and he said, no, that doesn't matter. Right. And that decision is probably a good decision, I think.
1: <laughs> right. And uh, your initial inspirations were Yash Chopra and Raj Kapoor right. and Suraj Bhardwaj,
0: I think yeah, uncle's movies really are the, uh, like I watched a lot of Raj Kapoor, a lot of even Bimal Roy and Guru But what stayed with me was all vintage Raj Kapoor films. Is going into then of course even Bobby and Prem Rogue and everything that he did. I loved his scale as opulence. But Yash Chopra for me was urban. It was like a like like urban environment. It was glamorous. Was glorious. Was grand. Was beautiful. Was poetic. And I was totally swept by his films. And I I, I was just it was like. It was a life that I wanted to lead. It's places I wanted to go to. It's clothes I wanted to wear. And just, for me, it was like going into a dream world when I used to see uh, a quintessential Yash Chopra film. Uh, I remember seeing films like Silsila repeatedly. Kabhi Kabi was my all-time favorite film. I just felt I was part of their world. All those characters. I watched it over 50 times. And on and on, I could watch Kabhi Kabhi. Uh, I was obsessive about Yash Chopra's movies. Uh, so to meet him uh, and know him was really an honor for me because it was something that I, I always looked up. To. Uh, Suraj Prajathya came into my life much later. I loved But I went insane about you. Right. I saw it and uh, at a preview at Rajshri. There were only 16 or 18 people. They have a small preview theater. Right it was Anupam K's trial and Adi took me to see it I didn't know anyone there I, I was just one like a bystander uh, and I, I remember walking out and saying to myself I want to make a movie because I loved it I thought it was like sunshine, happy, musical I, I, saw the, I saw it three times that week I went back and saw it I went mad about it so and I I love the goodness and the sincerity and when I met Suraj right outside and I just remember seeing his face like I felt the only thing missing was a halo I just looked at him and I felt like he was like some kind of like an angel that I had met a pristine spot Clean, honest, innocent, earnest man. Uh and I said, My God, I said, No wonder he made this movie because and I in one moment I knew there were some people who claimed the film was too fake, it was too good, it was too goody goody, it was like saccharine sweet. But I felt those people haven't encountered Suraj Bharjatya because if you do, you'll know you'll associate that visual with the film. Uh so his influence is very strong, even in, in some of my work. Uh in fact, Kabiku Shikabigam specifically has a lot of Suraj as domain. Right. Uh, These were pretty much My my Hindi film influences Of of course I have Of course watched A lot of Satyajit Ray And watched a lot of Gurudath and Bimal Roy And even my inner instinct Liked it But just as an audience Raj Kapoor and Chopra Were my hugest Hugest inspirations
1: But tell me something So when you asked Your dad for that one year He was supportive From the onset
0: I think he saw that If he didn't give me That one year I would be regretting it Probably for the rest of my life. And that he didn't want me to do. And so he thought, maybe thought that maybe I will realize on my own. But I think when I got into it, I think he realized eventually that... And when people started telling them him about me... He, as a father, I think he did realize that, that this is then my core passion. And he was probably trying to take me away from it for... Unjustified reasons You know And he felt that maybe He should allow me To get more into it But yes He did allow me It was I went completely With his sanction
1: And 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 he was always Actually very proud Of everything that you did Wasn't he?
0: I think Whether it was Coming third In a competition uh, Coming first Or just taking part Didn't matter to him He just was very proud Of everything I ever did I mean He just used to be He was I think He was just proud I was born I think You know He was just proud From that day onwards Whether I was fat and useless on a, on a on a sports day where I came last in a race, I still got a pat on my back for trying. Uh, it was coming first in an elocution competition, he still held my medal very close to his heart. Uh, any certificate I ever got, he would stare at. Uh, any photograph I ever took, he would like. He was just, I think he was my biggest fan. I mean, he was.
1: Right. And then, then how did you cope with the loss?
0: it's not easy uh, I don't think there has been a single day that goes where I don't get a flash of him you know even in the busiest day of my life there's some moment in the day where I will think of him um, it's like really it's like living in a house without a shelter in a certain sense without a without a roof more like not a shelter it's like literally like I think my mother and I live in a house without a roof I think we just lost the roof so obviously then we feel the rain much more we feel the thunder much more we feel the lightning much more uh, because we've lost that protection and that hand over our heads Uh, philosophically and spiritually I could say that I've gained a god when I've lost a parent Uh, but uh, it's not the same not the same. And I would say that our lives have altered, but this had to happen. And I tell my mother, I said, you know, he's, I think, really one of God's good men. And uh, I know that he's happy where he is. And I think we have to respect the fact that he is not with us. And I feel he will be happier in whichever sphere he is in, only if he feels that we've let him go entirely from our hearts. It's as tough as it may sound, but I feel on a daily basis, if we show our sadness beyond a point, we are somewhere saddening his soul. And that is something that I feel very strongly about. I feel I should never do that. I know I've wrapped my head around that thought process. It's tougher for my mother because I think, I think the loss of a spouse when you get the marriage right is much more much more heavy to your heart than even the loss of a parent and I think my mother had 33 great years with my father like absolutely fantastic years of, of marital bris this. they were friends they were companions they were they were like each other's like therapists they were just fantastic I mean they were like a great happy funny their fights were funny I mean they were never very really serious they were always fights about my father my father's hearing problem or my mother's like like trying to lose weight but not I mean they were like little little things that they always fought about even their fights had more love in it than even their like you know their their, their intimate conversation so i think it's been a great loss but it's definitely given me the spine and strength to take leaps with my production house because i knew that was his vision and i knew it was his big dream is to really have dharma carved in some kind of film memory and audience memory because up to that point it was a concern that was respected within the fraternity but not known outside of it
1: and, and how would you define your relationship with your mother
0: I think she has been my friend more than anything else and I think we are kind of each other's like friends I mean we chat and we like we have our moments she see, she complains she sees very little of me uh, and she's right because I have so much work on a daily basis I don't think I give her the kind of time I should uh, and that's always a guilt I have in my, in my head and heart but I think she's somebody who's like like this eventually I think what keeps me going I think just knowing that she's there at home a call away from me on a daily basis, uh, it just gives me the strength to move on between the day. I, I think I have something to look forward to, and and to achieve, to show. I think we have our great moments when we sit and talk about even my father, or we talk about each other. Uh, I have some solid conversations with her. I have some philosophical conversations with her. Like as I said, we have we have a great relationship, and I know most mothers and sons are expected to, but ours is I believe a little more special than the than even the average mother son relationship right you know cuz everybody has reverence and love and respect but i think when you become when you make your mother your friend i think uh, uh, you could share that much more
1: and how do you look at or how would you define friendship
0: i think trust and loyalty i think trust that you can you can trust them with with anything information your feelings and I think loyalty is something that I, I feel very strongly about. And I think these are very few virtues, They're very, it's a very, it's a rare virtue in any relationship. I think two factors that I always factor in are trust and loyalty. I think I have to trust you and I have to feel your loyalty or I have to then therefore be able to be trusted and give my loyalty for me to really make a complete bond.
1: Right. And who do you trust?
0: I have many. I think I'm gifted because I think I don't have very many family members. My friends become my family. So, I have lots. I mean, I don't want to deride others by mentioning the names but I think some are the fraternity ones that are aware and obvious but I have a host of friendships that are not even advertised. Uh, they're school friends, they're college friends that mean a lot to me. Friends that I see once in three months maybe but I know they know me better than probably people who see me on a daily basis. So, I have a lot. I'm very, very fortunate to have a whole lot of friends. People I think that are not fair weather and will even... Even be with me in, in turbulent times, and I feel very. I think what I what what I don't have in siblings, I have in friends. I think my friends more than make up for that. Bollywood superstars. Superstar.